There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 2 of Van Helsing. Ah, oh, so um, it's getting good. And it seems you have some pretty good news for us, Steve. Absolutely. As reported by Deadline.com, ahead of its season two finale, Sci-Fi has renewed action horror series Van Helsing for a third season. The hour-long drama will wrap its season two run on Thursday, January 4th, and return next fall for a 13-episode season. Production is expected to begin in February of 2018. I couldn't be happier to learn that Sci-Fi has renewed Van Helsing for a Season 3. It has been a wonderful journey thus far, but we have much more of the Van Helsing saga to tell before we're through, said showrunner Neil Labute. It's great to be working with Sci-Fi on this project again, along with Chad and Mike at Nordic and all the others at Dynamic and Echo Lake as well. The writing team has had some amazing adventures planned for our cast and a few new surprises as well. Expect blood to be spilled and characters to die screaming while the fate of humanity slips closer and closer to the edge of true chaos and utter darkness. Wow. So, at least we know that we will get another season. So, whatever they're going to leave us on, which I feel like they're going to leave us on something, the fact that they went ahead and renewed it finally. Yes. That means at least we won't, like, be freaking out. Like, we have with certain other shows. Exactly. (sighs) <sighs> now, this episode was directed by Paul Johansson, or as we know him, as Dimitri. Really? Yes. Yeah, I did not know that. Of course, I didn't pay attention to who was directing, <laughs> so uh, the ratings news, not too, too bad. No, episode 10 brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49, and had 0.358 million viewers, making it the 118th rated cable show for the day. So it must be the live tweeting that really has uh, convinced Sci-Fi to uh, renew this show. Now, I know we had talked, and when Natasha was joining us on some stuff, she had talked about it, too. I think it makes a big difference, too, if Sci-Fi owns the property. Right. So I'm guessing that they own this one, or they're working with Nomadic pretty closely, at least. Right. Must be. I'm glad that we are going to get another season just because I did not have a clue how they're going to be able to wrap anything up in just a couple episodes otherwise. Right. All right. Well, why don't we jump in, shall we? All right. Episode 10, Base Pair. A mystery unravels when an organization fighting to find a cure for vampirism enlists the help of someone in the group. Old loyalties are put to the test with deadly results. So... I don't know. There's a lot of things that had me like, really? Really? (laughs) And unfortunately, the beginning was one of them. 
Yes, we see a gentleman uh, who had apparently found one of the red balloons and was trying to make it there. He sees another red balloon in a tree, but unfortunately there are two paths. He must choose which one to take. Now I'm like, okay, he he, keeps finding, sorry about that stutter there, multiple red balloons. Right. With these maps. Why is it the vampires have never noticed them? Exactly. And who knows, maybe one did, because as he takes the path on the left, he runs into a feral who takes him out. And here's another question, like I was saying, questions, questions, questions. It looked pretty sunny. Yeah. How did that feral, I mean, granted, when it was in the tree line, I totally understand that. But when he came out to attack the guy, how did he not get burned up? Yeah. Like, not even a little bit. Very true. And yeah, that's one that... The question that had me scratching my head as well is that, yeah, he should have at least gotten burnt some as he was uh, attacking the guy. Yeah. So I was like right away going, seriously? Yeah. This is not right. So we at least get to find out where the helicopter was from, kind of, sort of. Right. Because we finally learn where um, Vanessa's been whisked off to as she wakes up in a room inside a large facility. Yeah. And I want to ask you, did you notice the camera angles in this one? A little bit, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just because I've talked about it at work that, because she is pregnant, right? We've talked about that. Right. Just not in the show, at least right now. Yeah. And every time I seen it, this episode, it was always from like chest up. Right. And she was wearing like a big sweater or something I'm like, okay. It's like, this was really getting noticeable. So she must have been showing like right. a lot sooner than... Because now I want to go back and look at all the other episodes to see if we've noticed it. But, I mean, she still did good. And I'm really assuming that she had a stunt double with some of those. Because the hair right. in this episode, too, was always over the face when there was a fight. I thought they were going to write it in. Right. I thought somehow we were going to get this pregnancy in here. Right, yeah. And uh, that it would be a little bit more a little more difficult to do that than it was with Winona. Well see, that's where I thought when we started hearing this weird voice next door in the room where she was. Right. That they it was somehow gonna be, you know, boom, you've been here so long and it almost like either a time crunch or saying when they had you before they did something to you, I heard them talking. Right. And then, like, all of a sudden she notices her stomach and freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can see that happening, especially if they were going to try to write it in like it's a vampire hybrid kind of thing. Right. And I don't know. It was just so weird to me. But, I mean, I'm still happy that we have a strong female lead. So maybe I shouldn't complain too much. Yes. And, of course, there's a knock on her room. A very nice nurse is offering Vanessa some food. Yeah, she took that real well. Yeah, that was not the thing that (laughs) Vanessa was wanting, and she knocks her up against the wall and makes her escape. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, she's so sweet. Oh, good, you're awake. I thought you might still be asleep. And ah, knocks down this poor old woman, and I'm like, really? She looks like June Cleaver, and you're going to knock her on her ass. Nice. (laughs) Well, she could have killed her, and she didn't. That's true. (laughs) But as she made her way through the facility, I didn't see her killing anybody, but she was beating him pretty pretty badly. Yes. The few guards that she ran across, she made sure she put a pretty good beat down on. And as she's 
making her way through the facility. She sees rooms with a lot of vampires in them, but they're all locked up. Now, question, that one vampire that was kind of looked Frankenstein-ish, the way it was like looked like they cut out part of his brain or something. Right. He was looking at her all too closely. Yes. And I wonder if that's coming back somewhere. It's very possible. Or do you think it's a red herring? I don't think so. I really do think that that may come back at some point in time. Maybe it was somehow they caught one of Dimitri's guys that was out on a mission, and so he already knew about Vanessa. Oh. See, I didn't even think about that. Right. You know, that, it's like, that's kind of what I thought. Him. Yeah, I kind of thought that that was probably either one of Julius's or one of Dimitri's vamps mm, okay. that, that recognized her. Okay. And we find out that the whole facility is run by one man, Dr. Bruce Harrison, and he's studying vampires in an effort to cure the disease and thinks Vanessa might hold the key. Yeah, he just looked kind of scummy. So yeah, right away I'm going, mm, I don't believe you. No, do not trust this man, Vanessa, whatsoever. And thankfully, Vanessa didn't either because she knocked him the hell out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It's so mean, but it was like, he just rubbed me the wrong way from the go. Yeah. And of course, the nurse, whose name is Abigail, arrives. And of course, she starts talking about how brilliant Dr. Bruce is and how he's going to save them all from the rising. Sounds like Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. And of course, the one thing that's unclear is how does he know about Vanessa's abilities? Yeah, well, it seems like everybody knows about <laughs> Vanessa's abilities. Yeah. It's like, wow, word travels fast, eh? Yeah. No phones, no computers, but you all know about everything. Hmm. Yeah. So you have to figure that he's been doing this for probably longer than Vanessa's been alive, as it turns out that Dr. Bruce was brought in by the government years before the Rising to find a cure for vampirism, if you believe his story. Right. And so he they just knew that this was coming, huh? Interesting. Uh, yes. And, of course, he just wants to know if Vanessa can really turn vampires back into humans. So he well, introduces nice. <laughs> Vanessa to Mark. And he's a vampire, but he used to work there. He actually volunteered to be injected with what they thought was a dead version of the vampire virus. And I guess it wasn't because he turns him into a vampire. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to turn out real well. And... We were pretty much right. Yeah. Because Vanessa's all like, all right, maybe I can help. And then suddenly he like kills a bunch of people in the room. It's like, well, yeah. that worked out great. <laughs> and so she starts to storm out of there and the nurse calls her by a name that only her mother used, Nessa. Now, did she say Nessa or Essa? Because... Nessa, I've heard before, but I swear she had just said Essa, which I thought was really weird. Right, and it and, could have been. And that's, I think, what would have stopped me had I been, you know, her, in her place. Right. Because you, know, you hear people all the time with Vanessa calling them Nessa. But if I heard somebody called me Essa, which only one person's ever said that, that would definitely, like, Hit the brakes. Like, what? Right. And what it did, did with Vanessa. She stopped immediately and said, how do you know that name? And Abigail tells her that she used to know Vanessa's mother when they both worked at the farm. Red flag number two. Right. 
I, yeah, as nice as this lady seems, I don't think I would trust her. No. No, because, no, 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 no. Right. Because I'm assuming the voice that we were supposed to have heard on the phone back at the farm was supposed to be Vanessa's mom. Right. But I don't think it sounded like Abigail at all. No, it did not. And so that's why I'm like, hmm. And if anything, like, that would have been the thing to to be like, wait. Did I, did I talk to you? You knew her? You were watching the farm? What's going on? Like, right. I've had a million questions, but obviously in the moment, like, it caught her off guard. Right. Yeah. She didn't expect to find somebody who actually knew her mother. Right. And then it gets weirder. Yeah. Back in a room, Vanessa continues to have the creepy vampire dreams full of images of the elder and the red door. And now vampires in the basement and Martin. So you go, hmm, another red flag. Right. It's like, why is she suddenly dreaming of those down in the basement? Yes. Because she didn't dream of any other vampires and she ran across a bunch. Yeah. And of course, the creepy voice tells her that he's been there for years and most people in the facility don't know what's really going on after he asks her about her bad dreams. So right then and there you go, okay, somebody's watching Vanessa on a remote camera because they would, there's no way anybody would have known she was having a dream unless they were watching her. Right. And I was thinking though, what if, here's my big tinfoil hat theory, <laughs> what if the ventilation system is where, you know, we're thinking it's coming through. It was that vampire that was looking at her really closely and somehow because she's dreaming of him, they were connected and, and he knew about the nightmare. That's a possibility, yeah, having a psychic connection some somewhere. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's it. And especially when it's like they don't know what's really going on. And I'm like, maybe he somehow, for some reason, was trying to warn her. Except my theory is pretty much shot to shit later on. But, you know, <laughs> this is where I was going at this point. Right. And it's not a bad theory because, of course, she's decides that she needs to do a little snooping around, and sure enough, she gets into Harrison's office and finds a suspicious book called The History of Vampires. Might as well have a big giant sign. Read this, Vanessa. Exactly. <laughs> like, really? That just happens to be out there. Okay. I'm sorry. That if it's like this big, sacred old book that you don't want anybody to see, it would just be hanging out. I don't care if you're office is locked i mean come on right you're just gonna be like i'm just gonna put this right here on the edge of my desk here you go and of course as she's going through the odd pages and strange strange images abigail goes in and um, starts dropping some information on vanessa's head telling her that it was a fluke that vanessa and scarlet's abilities came from an accident their mother was so obsessed with being prepared for the rising, she accidentally yeah, injected right. herself with serum made from the blood of a special vampire. Yeah, I call bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Oh, I accidentally injected myself with this. Okay, is that like when people accidentally have sex with somebody who wasn't their significant other? Yeah, right. you don't just <laughs> fall into it, okay? <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. And her mom ran and hid the girls when the military found out about them. Now, Except we already know that's not right. Right. Well, so, the military did want Vanessa, and that's why they 
had Axel watch her as soon as she got captured. Okay, that part I see, but... Like, she didn't run and hide from them. I mean, she told the one guy off, and that's what they remembered. Right. And she took the girls. So that's why I'm like, eh. And the girls were split up right away. Right. So obviously, if Abigail was a really good friend of her mom, she would probably know that. Right. She probably would have helped Vanessa's mom get the girls out of the farm. And I could possibly say that, yeah, maybe that could have been Scarlet's stepmother, maybe? Oh, see, I didn't even think of that. Right, but we didn't get any information about that until a little later. And as soon as we find that out, then that, that killed that theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as Vanessa is going through the book, Abigail comes in again. Yeah, perfect timing. Yes, and... It finally dawns on Vanessa that inside the book, there are the abbreviation AVH. And that must mean Abigail Van Helsing. And Vanessa believes that Abigail is her and Scarlett's mother. And this is where, again, I'm questioning because she could have just told her. Right. When I seen you at the farm, I had to call you right away and... Just like all this stuff. I hid you guys. Anything. And it was just, no, no. Well, at first you kind of thought, well, maybe Abigail is telling the truth because she wouldn't know how Vanessa would react. Because as far as Vanessa knew, her mother basically gave her away and didn't want anything to do with her. So yeah, Yes, you but could... she's learned that since that that wasn't the case. Right. But Abigail didn't know that. (laughs) Ah, see, this is why we have to talk about it, so we can talk it through. Yes. Now, of course, Abigail assures Vanessa that she wasn't an experiment and is very surprised to hear that Scarlet is alive. Oh, yeah, that was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. She's alive? No, she burned in the fire. Now, that I can see her not knowing. Right. Because they hid it. They hid it from the world. Right. And so that I can totally see. But, yeah, even when, uh, what is his name, Harrison? Yeah. Was like, well, why did, she's like, why did you leave my friends? She didn't say her sister, thankfully, but he's just like, oh, I couldn't put my people in danger. Really, you knocked them all the hell out. Right. Had you grabbed them all, maybe you'd have known. Now, I'm happy they didn't. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I'm just like, there's way too much that had big red flags and question marks and i was just like "Eh, this isn't adding up right and surprisingly vanessa agrees to help martin now that she knows her mother is involved again right there i'm like ah yeah (laughs) this is just like way too yeah no no it's too much for me right i don't know yeah i was tweeting the whole time don't trust her vanessa don't trust her don't trust her I think we've watched way too many shows that we just can't trust people. And right. <laughs> when somebody does come along on those rare occasions, we're just like, don't trust them. Like I did the entire time with Orphan Black, for example. Right. But you know, <laughs> it's like, I just, I don't know how her like spidey senses weren't tingling here going, maybe this isn't right. Yes. Because she keeps having flashes back to the scene that we saw on the farm where we only see the jawline of the man. Right. And it sure looks like it's Harrison just from that. 
Right. But he's like, oh, no, it was my dad. Really? Are you a clone? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I understand, you know, you look like your parents, but eh. maybe a little too much there. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes to bite Martin, and of course, it doesn't go quite as planned, and she has to end up biting him in the arm. But from there on out, it's the usual blood vomit and transformation back to into a person. Right. And it's like, okay, good, because then all of a sudden he's coming around, and he's like, oh my god, what happened? You know what happened. Come right. On. And I understand he freaked out because he killed a nurse. Yes. So I get that part, but like... Did you notice Harrison's face? Like, yeah. Abigail looked a little surprised. Harrison did not. Exactly. So, I thought that was a little jinky. Yeah, yeah. He was, he knew what Vanessa could do. And seeing that a vampire changed back into human was not a surprise. Now, of course, he comes back and sa- tells Abigail that he didn't get the results he was expecting. But did he really tell her that? Or did they stage that? I bet that was a little staged. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, of course, he asked Abigail to ask Vanessa to go find the Elder and bring back DNA samples. Yeah, and how does he know? I mean, I... Okay, rewind. How does he know about the Elder? Now, I know, according to him, there was work with the special vampire, which I'm assuming they're trying to say is the Elder. Right. But how does he know that she knows where it is? That's a very good question. And I think it's because shes he's realized she's having the nightmares of the Elder. But had this somehow happened before? Did it maybe happen to Vanessa's mom when she was pregnant? It's very And that's how possible. they know? Yes. I think you're dead on with that, is he realizes that, yes, Vanessa's mother had those same dreams, so therefore Vanessa probably does as well. See, I need more information. This is why we needed another season. Yes. Of course, I also needed additional seasons of Firefly, but they didn't follow <laughs> through with that. So, <laughs> Vanessa finally takes the chance to tell her mom about her visions, and Abigail warns her that the Elder is more dangerous and important than anyone realizes. And I love how she throws in that important part. Right. And you go, red flag, red flag, red flag. How would Abigail <laughs> know this? So many penalties on the play. Yeah. <laughs> so Vanessa gets out and does a little bit more snooping and finds out that Dr. Bruce might be older than he's letting on. Right. She finds a picture of him when he was at the farm and when Vanessa was a kid and they looked exactly the same. Oh, yeah. And I love his, his, oh, no, it was an accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just like my mother accidentally injected herself, just like all of this accidentally happened. I don't believe any of this. No. Now, of course, he and Abigail aren't quite as cozy as they seem to be in the beginning, but that may be part of the plan as well. He once again insists that Vanessa go after the Elder, while Abigail tells him she'd rather be anywhere but with him. Right. And they're just playing on Vanessa big time. Yeah, and right there, you have somebody who has basically been hidden away in a mountain yeah. during this entire th- time, has never had to deal with these vampires really out in the wild, but right. on like a one-on-one basis or 30-on-one, however you want to look at it. Yeah. And 
an older woman who's wearing dresses and heels all the time. I don't think she's going to make it out there. So really, Vanessa, I don't believe that she's going to be able to do a whole lot, even though she's supposed to be a Van Helsing and that you are trying to hold on to that thread. Right. I believe that even she she doesn't really believe it. Right. So the truth finally comes out. Vanessa decides to let Dr. Bruce know exactly what she's figured out, like how he made a drug that allows him to live without aging, and how he only wants her to go to the elder to finish putting together the longevity serum. Yeah, okay. This just feels like every other kind of movie I've seen where you have that one person in charge is like, oh, we're going to let this and this whatever disaster right. like, eat away all the bad parts, and then I will come swooping in and save everyone. Right. But at the same time, if he wants a longevity serum that will help humans only and not cure the vampirism, could he be working for the vampires so that they always have a source of food? Exactly. So, again. It would not surprise me. All these questions. So, Vanessa and Abigail decide that they have had enough of Dr. Bruce's lies and they're going to escape the facility together. Like, that's going to work. Right. The armed guards are surprised. Surprisingly unwilling to shoot, even when Vanessa uses their own vampire subjects against them, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah, and right there I'm thinking, okay, basically she's released three of them. Right. One at least is a feral. Yes. So everybody, unless they're literally ripping out their throats, are they're going to be turned. Yes. So I don't understand the end game for any of, like... The doctors, basically, who think, oh, no, no, that's fine. We'll just corner Vanessa. It'll be fine. You can't force her to bite everybody. No. So could he be a vampire as well? Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. He's got the longevity part of it. So. Hmm, that's an interesting thought that maybe he's like like Blade. He's a daywalker, you know, where he right. has part of it, but not all of it. Yes. Now. This, too, when she lets him out, is when that one vampire, like, looks at her. He attacks the guard, but then stops and looks at her. Right. And close enough to come at her, and he just turns around and walks upstairs. Yeah. So I'm like, this has got to be a thing, right? Yes, it does. So Vanessa and Abigail make it pretty far before Abigail tries to stop her, telling her that they need to find Scarlet and get to the Elder. And yeah. you know right then and there that this is not going to end well for Vanessa. Right. Because it was a setup the whole time. Abigail isn't her mother. It was all part of Dr. Bruce's plan to get to the Elder. And this was interesting because I'm sorry that it took this long for Vanessa's light bulb to go on. Right. Because she looks at her and she's like, okay, where where was the key? Right. And that when she couldn't answer, she's like, I don't know. I don't remember. No, no. Right then, yeah. she's like, uh, no, because it was only meant for Van Helsing's, and you you said we would never forget. Right. You told, like, a five-year-old where it was, and she's remembered all these years, and There's... you don't remember? Yeah. Yeah. You're not my mama. No. And then, and then the finale. I mean, obviously not se season, but, like, this episode, it's like, holy shit. Right. Because Abigail pulls out a gun and shoots her. Repeatedly. Yes. And then the fact that she's like, oh, we'll find your, we'll find Scarlet soon. We won't need you. You haven't found her yet, honey. Exactly. So this is what I'm thinking, at, that Abigail really went off script here. I'm not sure it was off script. I think it was just their backup plan. 
Really? You think yeah, Harrison just wanted her to die? I think they still wanted wanted her to be able to analyze her blood. Basically, I have a feeling they're going to put her in a cage like with the other vampires so she can be studied. Oh. Assuming that she can heal. Right. But see, I felt like Abigail's just like, I'm shooting you in the chest. You're just going to die. We'll cut you open, whatever. Right. And that may be the plan, too, is go ahead and kill her and then do the experiments on her. That may not help you, but okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of looked like she shot her in the chest and then turned around and shot her in the head. Yeah. So I can't believe the way it ended. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of like, no, no nonsense sounds coming out of me. I'm like, <laughs> or nonsense, not no nonsense. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> So what do you guys think? We want to know, especially about this, because do you think Vanessa's mom's still alive? Do you think that's who we heard on the phone at the farm? Do you think Abigail and Harrison will get their comeuppance? Does that vampire that was in the cage have anything to do with Vanessa? And will it come back? There's so many questions. Stay tuned for the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) So write us. Sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. I'm like super excited to know what other people think about this because this is like one of those. I just had so many questions. So let us know what you think. And while you're at it, if you can please rate and review us on iTunes and every other form of podcatcher that you're finding us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends and we do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check out the website www.fangirlzone.com. You can find our contact page too, which has our Facebook link, Twitter, Tumblr. I don't even know if I put the Google Plus because I haven't been using that in like forever. <laughs> but you can find everything there. We also have shopping links if you're interested for Amazon, our Redbubble store that has all our awesome logos. And it has Tea Turtle and a bunch of other. I love the geeky shirts. So that's why we have a yes. bunch of those up there. I, have, <laughs> I don't have normal grown-up attire. I really don't. I have all these awesome T-shirts from all these places <laughs> and cons. So that being said... For this episode of Fangirl Zone, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. I guess the virus wasn't so dead after all, was it? And until next time. <laughs>